Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Nile D. Today, we're talking about <laughs> past life regression. Past life regression, and today we have a special guest. Oh, it's the very best. Our very best guest. Better than all the rest. We got Alyssa Leach. Best chick and general hanger outer. <laughs> this is, Thank you. This is Alyssa's third time? Yes. Her third time on Garbage Brain. You might call her the BFF of Garbage Brain. So Alyssa is here t- today <laughs> because she and I both made appointments. <laughs> to have a past life regression. And we went to the appointments and we're here to tell you all about it. Yeah. It now you sick. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> Did you have a good time? I had a great time. I even told her. I was like, I had fun. Like I told her when I was done that I had a good time. Really? Yeah. <laughs> now you went separately. You right. did not, it was not a co-op mission. I had an appointment right before Alyssa, and we kept it so separate that Alyssa parked in the other parking lot so we wouldn't run into each other while we were there. Oh, oh my. Because I have, like, severe, like, anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I mean, that wasn't part of the experiment. That was, I drove by because I saw your car, and I was like, well, I'm going to go sit in the fucking Wendy's parking lot. So when Natalie comes out, I won't be staring at her like some kind of creep. Because I, dear, I sometimes I feel weird when I see people that I'm not expecting. Yeah, you're not in your natural habitat in a parking lot, and you're me. not in like, and you're not in like, hey, buddy, you're not in that mode. So right. you have to like re, right. you have to if, rejig yourself. If I was like going to m- many other places, and I saw you in the parking lot, I'd be like, hell yeah, right. Natalie's here too, right? But at when you're coming and going from the past life regression, right. you didn't know what happened during my regression. <laughs> no. So you didn't want to stop me on the way out and be like, hey! I'm like, so, uh... And so what kind, what kind of business does past life regressions? We went to some woo-woo plays. They were really nice. It was, like, heavy on that stuff. They were, they were all extremely nice. There was a gift shop. There was a gift shop. Uh, it, it was... So it, it was not a licensed psychiatrist? Because no, those it, usually... Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. So it's like this place where they do like chakra stuff and they do like tarot cards and psychic greetings and like um, rune casting, rune casting. And they do uh, Reiki, right? You get offered Reiki at the end. No, (laughs) I did. No, dude. She said I'm blocked up. <laughs> she didn't oh, even, did she? Oh. She didn't even mention if I was blocked or not. Did you have now? <laughs> did you have the same? Now, how would you describe the person that gave you your past we life had regression? The same person. And what? How would you describe her job? She, was she, was she a psychic or she, was she? Well, her title is that she is a reverend of some kind. Number one. Number oh, the, she 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 mentioned like religious stuff, and I said I wasn't religious, and she and she seemed like she didn't like that. Same. <laughs> um, so she asked me about you know what I believed in or whatever, however she put it, and I was like, well, I don't believe in like a god or anything like that. And but then she kind of reacted to me as if I hadn't just said that and started talking about like. You know what I told her? You know what I told her? I was like, I I don't believe in God, but I have like a moral code that I live by. Mm-hmm. I told her I believed in ghosts. I did not say anything about ghosts. 
I was see. I think that she, Alyssa and I went into this appointment, and at, like when we talked about it right afterwards, I realized we went into it with Completely. totally totally different vibes. Like Alyssa went into it really open to it, and she was like friendly and chatty with the woman. And I went in, and I kind of didn't tell her anything, and I didn't say anything about myself because I was afraid she was going to do like a cold read on me and then try to influence what was happening in my head in order to force something to happen. Okay. Okay. So you were you thought, well, I don't want to get I don't want to give her I don't, ammo going in. I want her to do a cold regression on me like I am like a regression dummy. Now we we talked about this before and part of the issue is there's a history in the world of like psychics, mediums, hypnotists where people will get false memories and then they'll actually be traumatized by their false that memories. That's what I was afraid of. That was what I was afraid of going into it. I was afraid that she was going to do something fucked up to my brain and it was going to be traumatic. I uh, I was afraid of that a couple weeks ago, like when we first made the appointments. But like when I got there yesterday, I just like was like, fuck it. Well, yeah, yeah. When I went into it, it was the thing is going into it is it it was so weird. It's very and, weird, and it's so far outside something I would normally do that my brain kind of just shut off thinking about it and. I felt like nothing about it until I showed up. Like I had my weird little thoughts about what, like she's gonna fuck my brain up. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't. I didn't have anxiety about it. But I didn't. I, it it didn't feel like I was doing anything until I got there because like my brain could couldn't even couldn't even extrapolate at all like what it was gonna be like. I was like I have fucking no idea what I'm walking into, but I'm just gonna go and see what's up. Well, and I've heard that you've heard the phrase "your life flashing before your eyes." This is actually happened to me once, but I've heard that. If your brain has nothing to match your experience to, if what you're experiencing is so dissimilar to something you've had happen before, your brain will start rapidly trying to access all of its memories to see if there's anything you've done in the past that matches this. I was in a really bad Mm -hmm. car accident, and I actually literally saw my life flash in front of me, like everything, all of the major plot points in my life, all one right after another, just too fast to even pinpoint any one of them. But I saw my whole life, it's right? Like collapse, time collapse. Time, I about that. time collapse, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you just got it all at once. Yeah, right. So you, but I mean, you weren't doing anything. I, you wouldn't say it was traumatic. No. So you weren't, so your brain it was, was. totally different than I thought. What I, like, what I imagined it would be like was a lot more dramatic and involved a lot more surrendering of like your control over yourself. Like that that was what that was what I was expecting. But oh. it was not like that. Mm-mm, it's not like that at all. So you so you went in and so what was what was the situation? Um initially going in was were you really confused when you walked the in? Layout the layout was weird. The weird layout was totally bizarre. Yeah, so like first I was kind of like, oh shit, I don't know where I'm going. And like, then I felt like door, I walked right into someone's office and there's like people in there. Yeah. <laughs> well I kinda like opened the first door and I looked around, and I thought the lady saw me and was ignoring me, so I kind of shut the door, <laughs> like, back, back out. And then she was like, oh, no, come in. And I was like, oh, okay. So I was already kind of just like, <laughs> No, there was no one in, like, the hallway foyer when, or whatever you want to fucking call it, like, when I walked in. Did and you then, go to the bathroom? No. The bathroom but, was sick. Oh, was it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
But yeah, and so it was disorienting walking into the place. But it was just like, it reminded me like, of a psychiatrist's office. Mm-hmm. The office was really nice. Yeah. And so they had like a bunch of rooms and like they had a gift shop. There was a gift shop with lots of pendulums. Did you go inside and look at it? <sighs> okay, so <laughs> I was having a hard, hard time seeing out of my right eye oh. when I left. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think the eye thing they put on you with like it was like a weighted like eye bean bag thing mm-hmm. and they put it over your eyes. I think I was maybe allergic to something that was in there, and so my right eye was like all mucked up and I couldn't see in my right eye, and that's the one I see better out of. And so I went into the gift shop briefly, but I couldn't see anything, and so I just fucking left. I actually thought about you when she put the thing on my eyes. I was like, I wonder if Natalie hated this <laughs> <laughs> because like. You know, everybody's kind of, like, picky in their own ways mm-hmm. of what they want on touching yeah. them. And yeah. I was like, man, I bet Natalie did not like this part. This this thing is making total fucking contact with my entire eyeball right? area. Like, the, the idea of something, like, because you're sitting there, you don't even see it. She's just kind of like, it just, she's behind you, and this thing is just on your eyes. Plop. <laughs> and she's like, I'm going to put this over your eyes. It's like, what are you putting over my eyes? <laughs> right. That seems like something that you would be very sensitive to. Is you just throwing random shit on your face and don't right on my eyeballs. Yeah, thought of you. (laughs) It was like uh, it was like four inches wide and like maybe like nine inches long. It was like a big rectangle and it was like filled with like buckwheat and some kind of herbs or like some shit like that. I smell it. I tried to smell it. So it was like a weighted blanket almost for your eyes. It was like a beanbag. It was very. You know what? I think it actually did definitely enhance my ability to stay focused because I could not physically open my eyes. <laughs> right. I, but it was like a it was like a it was like a bean bag and so when they put it over your face it like it like gets in every fucking crevice of your do. face. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you so you were laying down. Yeah, so absolutely. You, so you went in and the reverend just says, lay down. <laughs> no, you go in and the reverend's like, so what's wrong with you? Why are you here? Oh, the first question is what's wrong? Kind of, why are you here? Yeah, why are you here? Um, and, Well, because I am very uh, vocal about all the things that I think are fucked up about me. I just told her everything. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she okay. looked at me real serious. She was like, did you have lots of childhood drama? I was like, no, just emotionally neglected. <laughs> Emotionally neglected. (laughs) (laughs) So you got really specific. (laughs) Yeah. Without being like too much talking about myself, she asked me what the difference between being bipolar and having borderline personality disorder is. And when I told her about like what borderline means, she was like, well, everybody has that. Oh, shit. I know. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, don't worry about me then. <laughs> that is an interesting... That was really dismissive. That's an interesting answer. Uh, yeah, but you know what? I just kind of was like, fuck it. Like, I just didn't... I didn't let myself get annoyed by let it. Let it go. Yeah. Because you know what? I was more interested in getting regressed than, like, being mad about someone who doesn't understand... <laughs> You know, Something. just get past, yeah, you know, is, yeah. let's assume we know each other. Just do the thing. Yeah. <laughs> now, for contrast, when that lady asked me why I was there, I said, it sounded fun. I'm really into doing stuff, like, for new experiences. <laughs> Sounds fun. In that, I like stuff. <laughs> in, but that was also, to your credit, that was also totally honest. That's yeah. literally why you were doing it. But I gave, you, I gave no information about myself. Like, nothing that, I was just like, I just thought it sounded cool. Let's do it. <laughs> 
So that's yeah. Right. So I'm glad we we had such opposite because this is going to make it interesting to yeah. discuss. Yeah. So Natalie, so you went in and you're just like, I don't know. I thought this would be cool. And so she says, lay down. She says, yeah. She's like, well, okay, well. Hop up on the bed. And then I had the awkward conversation, like, how much clothes am I supposed to take off? Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, do I, do I do you want me to take my shoes off? Do you want me to take my hoodie off? Do I, do you want me to take my watch off? And she's like, oh, take your watch off. Blah, take your glasses off. Blah, blah. And so I, I took my shoes and my hoodie and my glasses and my watch off. I only, I kept my watch on. I, I took my hoodie off because she told me the bed was heated. Okay, so I was, that was going to be my other question for you, is what number of heating did you pick for the bed? Three. I picked a two. Ah. I was going to go with three, but then I was like, no, not too predictable. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, well, I'm going to go with medium. And she's like, how about a three? I was like, sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, did, I wasn't for sure at first if I wanted her to turn the, the heat on in the bed. but I was like, go for it. I like the, the heater in the car, the sea heater. <laughs> like, yeah, I can mellow out to that, sure. <laughs> I like the, the and, and you weren't laying down flat. They had like a a bolster, like at the end, so you could put like your knees and your feet up. It was so like, it was like, really those, it was like one of those fuck wedges. It was like a fuck wedge, <laughs> like the specialty fuck furniture. Mm-hmm. It was like that. Only we used it for our knees, like to put our feet up. So That's it was also like what a... it's used for when it's fuck furniture. Yeah, <laughs> I'd probably I'd probably go on in a different way. <laughs> that seemed like low access. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just a, all part of the challenge. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. So there's the fuck wedge, and then she put on the the eye thingy. Mm-hmm. Was there any music or white yes. noise or anything? It was like, was it? What, what, I can't remember what it was. It, it was, was like spa like, music. It was like tinkly wet noises or something. It was like. <laughs> Like the nature display in Target where you push the button to hear the different sounds. It was like, it was like, uh, more minimalist than that. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was like, I don't know, if you Google, like, I just assume that she opened Spotify, searched for like, regression, regression playlist. (laughs) Yeah. So something, something retro. Yeah. (laughs) Did she ask you if there's anything, um, did she ask you about your recurring dreams? She just mentioned that I might have them. Okay. She didn't ask me about specifics. She asked me about mine. And she also, did she ask you if there was any place or time that you felt drawn to? No, but she mentioned it when she gave me the spiel. Okay. It seems like she gave me the spiel, but she turned it into a conversation with you. Yeah. And she's like, oh, well, sometimes people like to get regressions because they have recurring dreams. Or blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And, like, she just, and she's like, whatever, whatever. And then she also told me that I might start having dreams about what transpired in my uh-huh. impression. She was very whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> she was, actually, you know, I like, I did like her pretty okay, despite, uh, she was a little weird. She, of course she was. Yeah. <laughs> She's not weird. There's nobody that's gonna work at the psychic mini mall with the gift shop. <laughs> And they're like, well, <laughs> you know, straight up and down. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 90 degrees. Right. right. Like, I actually kind of wondered about the receptionist. I was like, what kind of freak are you? Like, <laughs> she seemed so, like, regular. She did. She seemed like like someone's mom. And I'm like, I wonder what she, like, what she into. Like, she's why still, is she working? She's down with all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> 
maybe she's so regular because she got all of her energy like totally oh, straightened she is, out. She's cleared. She got fixed. <laughs> she did it all the way. She was the first one. <laughs> she was the first one. That's why she's in charge of the whole joint. <laughs> Imagine if you got so psychic you came out the other end and you were just... <laughs> like a perfect person. <laughs> you were just a total fucking normie. You're like, I don't even have to fucking think about crystals. My shit's clean. <laughs> oh, did you did you look at her crystals and stuff that were like in the corner? In her office? Yeah. She definitely, I can't remember looking at specifics. Did she take a long time and like be very quiet behind you for like two minutes before she started up? She put the pillow on your face? Oh, yes. Okay. I thought I, you were talking about the reception. Oh, no, no. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was like, I'm back, in, no. I, okay, so I'm back in the room now. Okay. Apparently. All right. All right. Uh, I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah, she was doing something back there. I don't know what the fuck she was doing. I, okay. So, <laughs> she had this, like, it's just like a, a crystal that I have at home. I don't know what the hell it is. I bought it because it looked cool. It, it's like one of those really long white ones that looks really fragile. And she had, like, wires wrapped around it. And I, I wonder <laughs> if she was, like, fucking charging up or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I imagined her doing when I had, like when she put things over my ass. And I didn't hear her for a while. I was like, "Oh yeah, she's charging up." <laughs> yeah, I definitely heard her doing some shit back there, but I didn't know what. It yeah, was. she was definitely like fucking around back there. It sounded to me like she was rubbing two pieces of wood together or something. Like it had like a hollow wooden sound, or maybe I... she had like a like a. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't fucking know what she was doing. <laughs> I've ever done. It was really fun. It was so fucking hilarious. So do you think, Natalie, do you think that she believed that she was like definitely leading you on a past life? Do you think she was like open-minded and she was like, well, you know, you see things and we'll couch it like something specific, but you're just taking your energy on a journey or whatever. Do you think she literally believed herself that it was your past life. You're nodding. Yeah. Lisa. She wrote all of it down. She wrote all mine down too. But she didn't give me the paper. <laughs> oh, they started a file on yeah. you like at the dentist. Uh-huh. And they put they slid it back in there like with oh, the little tabs on it. Before this shit. Well when I finished filling my form out, I took it back and gave it to the reception. She was like, no, you give that to the lady. And I was like, oh she was like, yeah. And then I looked down and there's like lines for notes and I was like, oh so I knew going in there was going to be notes. Yeah, I did not because um, it was on the form. I just I don't I didn't look. Yeah. <laughs> but she filled up the front page and turned it over and wrote on the back of it. So she like went like flipped it over. Yeah, yeah. She went extra notes yeah. on yours. So okay, so you laid down. She rubbed her crystals. She charged her <laughs> Jo crystal or whatever she was doing, and then. <laughs> You're sitting there, and then how does how does she begin? She, she makes you do the thing that they used to do in yoga and gym class, where it's you one of my do, favorite things in the world. You do. She was going too fast. I thought. Oh, she went a little fast on mine too. Uh, yeah, we're gonna get bitchy about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not relaxed yet. You need to- she had important <laughs> things to get to, yeah. but right. So she. So it's the thing where you like lay there and you're perfectly still, and they do like the the meditation breathing, 
and then it starts at your toes, and you're like, concentrate on your toes, relax all the muscles in your toes. Uh-huh. It works all so the, well, though. All the tension in the, your toes is being released, and your toes are melting into the earth, and your toes, you cannot feel your toes. Does they it work on you? Kind of. I get super melty. I, get, I, I definitely chill the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's, but that is known, that is known to work. Like, like you said, gym teachers do that. Yeah. Yeah. And then they just like move up your body and they're like, oh, melt your calves into the earth. Melt it (laughs) check. (laughs) I'm working on it, bitch. Give me a second. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so they do that. Yeah, I did that. And then, um, then the elevator. Mm Mm-hmm. You're getting into an elevator on the 10th floor, and you're going to be moving down to the 7th floor, and you walk into the elevator, and you... You push the button. You push the button, and the elevator doors close, and you can see that the elevator is going down to floor 9. 7, Natalie. Did no, you go to 9? No, I started on 10. I started on 10, then I went to 7, then I went to 3, well, then no, I went to no, she went 10, 9, Not me. 8, 7... You're on you're on floor seven. Now I had to imagine the doors all those, open. I had to imagine all those on my own. She, she <laughs> counted me down to floor seven, and then she's like, "The doors open, and it's your high school." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> were there people in your high school? Nah, kind of. There, there were no like, people in my high school. It was like anonymous, like crowd. So, so you're laying on the little chaise. And you're doing this visualization. You've you've relaxed your whole body, and you're doing this visualization. When she said to you, "You're in an elevator. You're going down the elevator." Were you perceiving this? I mean, were you able to visualize? I was following her instruction to visualize it as she was talking about it. Right. Right. Okay. I I feel like if I was not making a conscious effort to make to keep my mind clear and force myself to visualize what she was saying, if I was not participating in it, it wouldn't have worked. Well, sure. Sure. No, I was just curious like how how vivid that was. Did you feel like it? I mean, it's it, not terribly vivid for me. Okay. I have a hard time like visualizing things like that. In that way. And so, to me, it was more like telling her what I see without thinking about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do I see without thinking about it when she's telling me to mentally picture these things? Okay, right. And so you went down, the doors open, and you kind of saw a, like a vague picture of your high school. And so what I did is she said, the doors open onto your high school, and... It was not an automatic thing where I saw it without any effort. It was, okay, imagine a picture of your high school and then without thinking about it. And then that mental snapshot that I pull up, like the information I can, like I can glean from what I would come up with automatically. Like if you, if I, if I say it's a phone. Yeah. And then, and then you would be like. If you were to say it to me, I would be like, in my head, like an idealized phone would be like a rotary phone. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? And have like a dial mm-hmm. on it. And so that that picture that I conjure on my own without, like automatically without putting any thought into it, I'm describing that to her when she's asking me questions. So, sure. So what happened after high school? You you saw the high school what and did you then... When you saw the high school? Just in, like the empty hallway of my high school, like where, like outside of the school's office looking down the hallway where all the lockers are. That, it looked just, it was just my high school and I was the only person there. 
And she asked me how old I was when I was in the hallway because there wasn't anybody else there. And I was just who I am. Like I was, I was who I am now being 34. I wasn't like in high school at my high school. Right. And so when I was doing it though, it was like, I would have a, when I, the picture I would conjure in my head when she was doing, when she was doing this thing on me, it was like a static picture. And so I wasn't able to like look around and Mm -hmm. see, I wasn't able to like look down. I was not able to answer any questions about what I looked like or anything like that because it was just like, I, it was like a camera shot and I was the camera. I, I couldn't, there was nothing of myself I could see. Like, the only thing I was ever able to to see was, like, when she asked me if I could see my hand. Mm-hmm. And that was the only time that I got anything. Yeah. Where I could even, even picture it in my head. Mm-hmm. I was able to see scenes, but it was, like, a still scene. And so it was, like, I was trying, it was, like, looking at a magazine picture and then answering questions based on what she was asking me. Yeah. Mine was kind of like that when I would be moving around like if i went from one place to another it wouldn't be like i was walking it would be like you're playing a point click adventure game and like you click to go forward and go forward it's like the frames were advancing when i was doing that part okay so so you were in so you were in high school and then you're in the elevator and you were going down we go back down to elementary school elementary school okay okay and then did it go directly from elementary school to past life Uh uh-huh yeah Okay. That's also how my memories go. (laughs) (laughs) So elementary school and then past life. And when the elevator opens in your past life, which is like a great nightmare to have that you go to the wrong floor and suddenly you're not, (laughs) you're not yourself. You're somebody who's already dead. Yeah. (laughs) So that's like a good nightmare scenario. So Natalie, the doors open in your past life, which is also a floor in an elevator. (laughs) She told she said she told me that the elevator doors opened into a grassy field. So she said to me, but I saw the grassy field before she said that. Uh, yeah, that's that's what it's supposed. To, I mean, like I think I don't know what about a brain does that, but yours did that too before she said it. Was I assumed to- that she was going to tell me to do that. Okay, so because I but, actually, but I had no reason to assume that. Right. Well, when she told me the elevator doors open, I saw the grassy field. She goes, you're in a grassy field. And I said, how did you know? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So so it's like Microsoft desktop, like the Windows oh, desktop. Mine looked just like that. Mine was, yeah, it was like that, the kind of green that you never actually see in real life. It was beautiful. It yeah. was. <laughs> My whole experience in my head was like a Miyaz- it would look like a Miyazaki movie. Mine was like pretty cartoonish. So like it didn't really look like mine looked like <laughs> it looked like uh overly lit like midsummer. Yeah. Mine was <laughs> oh like bright. satu like saturated yeah. colors, very right. bright. Right. Lots of contrast. So Elisa you you step out into the grassy field mm-hmm. and you said, How did you know? And she's like, aha, because clearly well, I'm no, she's, I'm the reverend. She said, well, actually, 80% of people will see a field when you tell them the elevator doors open. Really? Okay. Yeah. She gave me like a percentage okay. of people that see that. And I was like, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then what happened for you? So did you walk out into the uh, field? Yeah. And it's, I do a lot of guided meditations because they help me fall asleep. So it was, and a lot of them involve 
fields or forests and stuff like that. So it's just, it was kind of my default brain field for okay. guided meditation. <laughs> so you've already had experiences where you have visualized yourself walking into a forest and, uh-huh. and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I actually, I enjoy doing that. I like listening to guided meditations. It makes me feel good. So <laughs> I, was actually, I yeah. do the meditation on my watch all the time. It's nice. <laughs> I do it. I do it every time it beeps me. Unless I'm doing something and I miss it. Yeah. I have- but I just but it I do it because I feel like it makes me feel like less anxious. And it's, I feel like it, it I feel like it makes me feel like better during the day. Yeah, it's nice. But I don't do visualizations when I do that. I just do the breathing and that's it. Well, I have uh, over the past ever since I had a smartphone downloaded many dubious uh, meditation apps. <laughs> <laughs> there's a Scottish guy I really like, and there's this one lady. Um, who has a, I don't know, they all have weird names and they all want you to be peaceful and calm. Anyway, so she was like, is this place familiar to you? And I said, yeah, because I have thought about it before. Because it's your brain and you've imagined a grassy field before. That's easy. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, well, what does it look like? And I said, well, there's like a really big lake. And she said, how big is it? And I said, I can't see the other side because I couldn't. (laughs) And um, then like framed on the left and right side of the lake. So you couldn't see the whole thing where a bunch of trees, like there were woods on both sides. So she was like, well, what are you going to do? And I was like, well, I think I can't see it, but I bet if I walk down by the lake, there's a house in the woods. She was like, all right, you want to go? And I was like, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> we went down the house and, um, she asked if I wanted to open the door and I was like, I don't know. I was like, I don't think this is my house. I probably shouldn't just go in. She was like, well, you want to knock? And I was like, yeah, I'll go knock on it. So I went and knocked on the door and nobody answered. And I was like, well, I'm going to go check around the side of the building. Maybe playing a lot of D&D also has helped with this. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm, I walk around to the side of the building. This is uh, way more detailed than I got. Yeah? Yeah. Um, so I went around to the side of the building. Yeah, I check for traps. And yeah, then... I check. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I did. I didn't want to get, tra- get booby trapped. You know, I don't know whose house that is. But um, I went around the side of the house, and she was like, what does it look like? And I was like, it looks like nobody's been here in a long time because there were, like, a bunch of dead leaves and shit all piled up. And she was like, do you want to go knock again? And I was like, yeah. So I did, and nobody answered. And she was like, do you think it's safe to go in since there's nobody here and you know there's nobody here? And I was like, yeah. So I went – I kind of peeked inside, and there was a long hallway, and there was a really brightly lit, like, empty room at the other end of it. And then I went in the door, in that room – was like dark and kind of dusty it was kind of like a mud room and she was like do you want to go look at that room and i was like yeah all right there was nothing in it so i went back to the other room and there was a door at the end of it and i went back there but when i would try to she asked me if i wanted to open the door and i said yeah but i really couldn't visualize opening the door that was hard like the other stuff was kind of easy but i couldn't imagine opening the door what was behind it she was like well i guess you're not supposed to open it then and i said okay (laughs) And, that, and, yeah. and so this whole scenario, you're you're actively visualizing this. You're seeing this in your mind's eye as you're laying there. Right. And she's like guiding you toward doing all this stuff. And this house, uh, like suburban house? Or are we talking like log cabin? Like a stone cabin. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. like old England. Yeah. Well, she asked me what I was wearing, too. I, and I, I looked down and I just looked like me, except maybe a little taller. Like I was me. <laughs> I was further from the ground. (laughs) 
It, well, that's when... So I didn't get a past life. So... Because uh, I was me the whole time. Yeah. In mine. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So she... Did she expressly tell you when you're going down to the parking garage level? And she's like, okay. It's, you're about to hit your past life. Did she... They, she didn't say past life at all. She just said go back before elementary school and then you look down and you're you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, she asked me what I was wearing. I was definitely wearing some fucking fantasy-ass clothes, because I had a vest on. (laughs) (laughs) It was green and gold, okay? (laughs) It was very, like, the labyrinth. Yeah. (laughs) Like, nice. Yeah. I had a puffy white shirt. It was sick. Oh, oh, so you were dressed like D&D. Pretty much. (laughs) When she asked me... Oh my god, I'm such a fucking dweeb. When she asked me, like, <laughs> what I'm drawn to, I was like, oh, like, fantasy stuff. <laughs> I was, like, real real at her about stuff I but, like, and that's but, hard for me sometimes, so that was nice. But, but you but you were, and then your first thing when you were asked to actively visualize mm-hmm. something, you're like, I'm clearly... Here I am. I yeah. arrived. <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing a shirt of adventuring, plus one, <laughs> <Right>. and... <laughs> Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. So I'm in the house, and I can't seem to figure out how to open this door. And I told her that I couldn't open the door. I was like, every time... I didn't know how to describe why I couldn't open it. So what I said out loud was, when I try to open it, I can't. (laughs) Okay. And so she's like, well, you're not supposed to go in there then, probably. And she goes, well, what do you see now? And I just kind of burst out laughing because forming in my mind was a giant, shiny, pink cartoon pig. <laughs> <laughs> like like Peppa Pig? Kind of, but like I was trying to describe it to Natalie. It wasn't, it was pink. It was like if a piggy bank and a moomin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it I'm like seeing it. Uh-huh. I'm seeing it. By the way, yeah. you're describing this situation to me very vividly, and I'm, like, visualizing it, like, walking. Like, I can see my hands in the frame. Like, I'm walking <laughs> you're to just, the... I am playing Skyrim for yes, you. Yes, yeah. player, I am No, you, you totally you totally are. I'm visualizing it. I saved so much money. There you go. <laughs> but um, you're seeing the... And it's shiny, and it's, like, 3D and bulbous. Yeah, it's kind of like if it was full of air or, a, like, if it was a balloon, kind of. Like a Jeff Koons pig? <laughs> like the Jeff Koons balloon dog, like a balloon pig. Oh, yeah, the big metal, the shiny, yeah, yes. It is kind of like that, except it looks really nice. It is like the nicest looking creature <laughs> that you could possibly imagine. He just the most beautiful pig in the world. <laughs> and I told her, and I, said, and I said, well, she was like, what do you see? And I was like... I started laughing. I was like, a pig! (laughs) (laughs) And then, (laughs) and then, um, uh, she was like, yeah? And I was like, yeah. It's like a cartoon, like a balloon. It's really shiny. (laughs) I was like, it's a really bright pink. She was like, yeah. She was like, well, is it trying to tell you something? And I said, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) And she said, does it want you to go somewhere? And I looked down and my hand is in the pig's mouth. (laughs) And this fucking pig is leading me. 
me out the door. Oh, no. It was the best. And I would look down at the pig, and it was looking at me with, like, anime, like, shiny eyes. Like, it was my best friend. The only thing it wanted in the world was for me to feel good. It was the nicest fucking pig. Wow. And I couldn't stop laughing. And she was like... Can you tell me what feelings you're feeling right now? <laughs> and I was like, I am feeling this very strange sense of joy. <laughs> and she was like, why do you think that's strange? And I said, because I'm never happy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh. So, yeah. It was like... It was very much like being in outpatient therapy again. It was great. Um, so it was really like, and then she was like, well, what do you think? Um, <laughs> she was like, what do you think this pig wants from you? And I was like, nothing. I was like, the pig just wants to be my friend. Oh, the pig doesn't want anything from you? No, pig. the pig. She was like, well, where are you guys going now? And I was like, we're not going anywhere. We're just standing looking at the lake. <laughs> The We're pig, on a date, okay? The pig, <laughs> the pig led you to the lake, and now you're just chilling. Like, that is the nicest. Isn't like, that lovely? Like, I've never, I've very seldom, like, I've had about four dreams that were that nice. Like, I just had a nice time. Yeah. It was I've a had like, nice time. Dream. I've had, like, 17 million dreams where there's, like, oh, there's somebody in my house. Great. <laughs> If I, right, and and so that was like, you paid to have a really good dream. Right. I, I would pay to have a good dream, though. It was fun. I had would a great you, time. Would you pay again to have a good dream? I've thought about it. I've thought about it in the day since, because I will tell you what, after, so like, this morning, I did something that I do a lot, which is I go to the grocery store before I go to work, and because I have high grocery store and parking lot anxiety sometimes... If somebody parks right near me, I'll wait till they go into the store and then I get out because I don't want to interact or, like, be seen or whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> right. Right. So today, somebody, I was, like, doing that, you know, how, like, I get excited when there are two open spaces and I'm like, yeah, I'm pulling right through that motherfucker. I'm coming out straight. I don't have to back out. So I was pulling into the double space and somebody pulled right in, like, nose to nose. And I was like, oh, man. But then I was like, hey, it's not that bad. <laughs> Because, like, normally I'd be like, oh, shit, they see me, like, like, freaking out. Like, should I just park somewhere else? Like, like, it's, yeah, parking lots. Um, So uh, I thought about the pig, and I was like, this is actually not that bad. I was like, this is fine. I just got out of my car at the same time they did and walked up the store. Nothing bad happened. And it it was fine. It was fine. Nothing bad happened. Oh. And... I was like, I told you I had a, like, a really dumb day at work. I was walking up the stairs and I was thinking like negative shit to myself. And then I imagined myself holding the balloon that is the pig mm-hmm. and walking up the stairs and holding my pig balloon. That's what I imagined myself doing as I was going up the stairs at work. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> like, this is actually okay. Like, I can deal with this. Like, it was like really helpful. That is like, that is not what I expected from the past life regression. I thought that there would be somebody, like, lying to you, like, and you were a princess. But instead, you met, like, the pig of joy, like, yeah. inside <laughs> of D&D. And also, you were who you wanted to be, but taller. That's right. <laughs> That's, like, really, it's really hard for me to, like, 
it's really hard for me to criticize it because all that really matters is that you're happy and you enjoy your life. And then to get something out of it later is like kind of amazing. And like, you don't believe, I mean, you didn't see a past life. No. Well, she told me, she was like, you know, people, like when I saw my eyes shut and I was still laying down, she was talking to me. She actually, she like was talking to me how much she hated President Trump. And I was like, okay, sick. Yeah, this is cool. Like, (laughs) I'm still laying there with the fucking thing on my eyes. I can't fucking see anything. (laughs) And she's like complaining about her husband a little bit. (laughs) 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 So she was like, well, you know, like there are all kinds of souls in the world. Well, she asked me to think about what I imagine a collective consciousness to be. Because um, when she asked like what I believe and I told her I do believe in like you know, parallel dimensions and that type of shit and, like, alternate planes of reality. Like, I believe that shit could be real. I sure. like thinking about it. Yeah. So I said, you know, if I'm going to believe in something, that's my favorite thing to believe in. So uh, I told her that, and then she asked me how I felt about the idea of a collective consciousness. And I was like, yeah, I'm not. I mean, sure. Like, why not? <laughs> why not collective consciousness? Yeah. Um, and at the end, she was like... When you envision a collective consciousness, what do you see? And I was like, well, because I still had the blindfold on. I told her it was kind of like a bunch of mushrooms where you can see all the tops, but then underneath, they're all like the same like chunk of mushroom. Yeah. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, but all the tops are like these bright points of light. She was like, yes. She was like, that's what I call the spirit. So she, and then she was like, that's how she's like, that's my God. She was like, that's what I am at. Like, that's the God for me is what you're, what you're thinking about right now. So mycelium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think she was trying to steer me towards like a spiritual thing. She did okay. a couple times and I okay. just kind of was like, no, like okay. she's a reverend. Right. I just kind of moved the other direction, which is whatever. But she, I, I mean, anytime you do something like that, like, yeah, she's getting paid to come to work. But, like, people have their own goal. Yeah. People have their own, like, people want to impose their own vision Mm -hmm. onto reality. Well, it seems to be working out just fine for her. (laughs) Like, she seems pretty stoked on life. I mean, that seems like a pretty chill job. Like, I don't imagine that if you have people lay down and then you essentially lead them through guided meditation, I don't imagine that you have, like, really very many bad customers. Yeah. Because people kind of self-select, right? They do. But also, you know, a lot of people who do have bad trauma probably don't make it through some of that stuff, like, happy, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, if they were thinking about, like, like what if you didn't have, um, you know, a fairly positive outlook on the world and you did think the world was all evil? Like, what would your idea of a collective consciousness consciousness look like? It wouldn't look like like a shining thing like mine, I don't think. You know what I mean? Right. Like, because that's, I don't know, way down kind of deeper in your your thinking, (laughs) you know? Did she ask you about collective consciousness, Natalie? She didn't. Did she ask you if you believe that there's evil in the world? (laughs) She asked me that. No, she didn't. (laughs) So. (gasps) She said something really fucked up to me, too. I thought that I thought was kind of fucked up. I think you might think it's fucked up, too. Um, she told me that she has she has to have perfect love for all souls, even rapists and murderers, even if they murder children, because that child could have been a terrible person in a past life. <laughs> she was like, you don't know people's stories. You don't know who they've been. <laughs> wow. Wow. 
that is really morally questionable to me. But she has perfect me. love for all souls. I mean, to, come on. to express that you have love for everybody. I mean, I only have love for those that are down for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I don't have time. I don't have time to believe that. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean... I have a lot of time. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I have a lot of empathy. I have a lot of love yeah. for a lot of people. But I would not be like, hey, I want to give a shout out to all of the murderers. <laughs> even the murderers of children. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's really specific. So it kind Anyway. Pretty weird. So anyway, that's one of the weird things. She kind of was an aside um, that she had. I love when you're someplace like at the dentist or the reverend psychic past life meditation guru and they just they say something as an aside where you're like, Now wait a second You're not all there, are you? You just recontextualized all this for what me. What are all these degrees? You obviously don't have it all together. But yeah, the way she explained that um I didn't have a past life was that not all souls are here for the same purpose. So um, some people are in this lifetime specifically just to meet certain other people, like soul people. And some people are here to like do something specific. And then she was like, some people, you might just be here to relax. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, that's... <laughs> See... Yeah, I like that theory because I was thinking, well, she's sort of subjugating people and saying, well, some people are just there to be like NPCs for the more for the more important souls. <laughs> yeah. But no, some people are just here to chill. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> <laughs> so you are so she does she, did she say she doesn't think you had a past life? No, she didn't say that. Well, she told me that I have a lot of walls built up around me and that my energy needs moved around. Maybe you should go and get your energy moved around. We'll do another podcast about that. How does... Did she say... What sick- if it works, though? Then I'll feel like a fucking idiot. What if it works, though? And who gives a shit? I know. Here's even, here's think, what here's what I think. Even if placebo works, baby. If, it, if the placebo works, then what are you going to do? She's got a point. <laughs> I I think that whatever you do, I think if you find a way to make your brain let you be happy, mm-hmm. I think it still works. Yeah, I like whatever it is. Yeah, and I I mean like I had a very positive experience, and I had such a positive experience i don't even feel silly telling you exactly what it was and that it helped me in very silly ways today but not silly at all (laughs) like that's something that i think might i don't know it was real great and i'm not afraid to talk about it (laughs) well you had an experience where you met somebody and they did not want anything from you and they wanted you to be happy i think that's an experience that a lot of people never get to have yeah yeah I mean, I feel like, I mean, I feel like I've had that experience that where I've, I've met people that I like that are genuinely good people, but to have like, to have that from a pig when you're not expecting it is like, (laughs) it seems really rewarding to me. It just seems like the collective consciousness or the, the mycelium of the universe is telling you like, well, chill the fuck out, dude. Don't worry about it. You know, you might even meet a pig who just is your friend. 
Yeah. Like, there's no telling. Well, today, this morning when I was at the grocery store, I was walking around and I had the thought to myself, can I eat pork anymore? <laughs> oh, no. But I had a pork chop for dinner, so it's okay. Yeah, so you can't. <laughs> it wasn't that big. It was a different one. And Tracy even asked me what I wanted. I was like, pork chops. <laughs> it wasn't like that. I actually was like, man, I hope this doesn't hurt to pig's feelings. <laughs> uh, he liked you already and you've been eating pork. It's true. See? He doesn't care. Also, he's a fucking balloon. Yeah, no not, pork in him. He's not an actual pig. No. He's inflatable. He's a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Natalie, when you when you emerged into your own personal grassy field. Yeah. What happened? When I stepped out upon the grassy knoll. What <laughs> What what, what happened? If that was your past life. Whoa. That would have owned. That would have fucking owned. <laughs> you're the you're the second shooter. Oh, oh my god. Uh, okay, so there was the grass. Okay, so at some point, okay, so at some point I was doing the elevators and it felt like I was do I, it felt like word association, only instead of word association, it was mental picture association. And and describing, like, the snapshot I would get in my head. But once I got into the grassy area, it felt like I was having a dream, but I was also not asleep, if that makes any sense. Like, sure. And, and yeah. so I felt like the whole time I was doing it, I was I was consciously, like trying so 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 hard to keep my mind blank okay so, so because you if were... i wasn't if so because if, if i wasn't constantly like really putting the effort in to keep my mind blank it would it would blank out mm-hmm. and i wouldn't see anything okay so you were like military strength daydreaming yes and so you stepped out onto the grassy knoll right she asked me how long my grass was oh yeah I said it's medium long. <laughs> like it's not like up to my knees, and no one, no one is worried about it. You got to wear high socks; it doesn't get itchy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it was like it was like it was grassy enough. It kind of remind my grassy knoll kind of reminded me of like the set design for Teletubbies. Yes. Only like less cartoony than that. Like, okay. The grass was real grass, but it okay. looked like that. But it was like very exaggerated, like nice day. Like vivid. Yeah. Super exaggerated, nice day. Like if someone, like, you know, the most generic description. Like, oh, like very- you hear, like you definitely heard the Windows startup sound. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and she's like, is this your home? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, I was having a dream. And so she was asking me these questions. And it wasn't like, it was just like I was answering matter of factly. But it was like, but so it was, it was ongoing. And so she was like asking you questions and you were not answering like what you thought might be happening. You were answering as if you were answering my, the first thing that popped in my head as a response to what she was asking me. Okay. Without thinking about it. Right. Yeah. But so by the time you got there, by the time you got to the medium length, grassy Teletubbies field, you were, <laughs> you were immersed. You had full immersion. Uh, uh, yeah, like I said, my level of immersion depended on how well I was, I was keeping my, my mind shut up, like keeping myself from thinking about other stuff. 
Sure. Like yeah. ha- keeping my mind clear the whole time was really, really difficult. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I let my mind like kind of come back a little bit, I wouldn't see anything at all. And so what I saw almost had like a jerky quality to it because I could, it wasn't like I would I would brown out in, like in between scenes. I okay, think that's why I couldn't open that one door was because I was trying too hard to think about what it could be, and I just couldn't think because it, it kept that's what it kept doing like browning out. It would mm-hmm. get like. Like just fart out. Like I was like it would be like the equivalent of like I was I would start thinking about something and then like being like half asleep I would not be asleep anymore. Right. And so yeah. then I would ha- I would have to like force myself like stop stop thinking about stuff and like clear my mind again and then I would sink back into it. So I was walking through the grass. She's like, well walk through the grass and let's see where we end up. And I said, okay okay. And she's like, uh, can you look down? Do you know what you're wearing? And I was like, no, because I could. It was just like a camera shot. I couldn't see myself, but I could feel like on my legs. That I had something on my legs, kind of. And I could feel it pushing against the grass. And I was like, it feels like I have, like, a long dress on. And I was, like, shoving through. And she's like, well, can you look at your hands? Can you see your hands and tell if they're male or female? And I looked at my hands. And it looked like when you're in a video game. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> just your, like a hand comes out of nowhere. Your hands come up into the frame, like, from the bottom. Right. And it looked like a regular hand. <laughs> And so I was like, I don't know, like, but they had like some kind of brown clothes on. Okay, yeah. And it looked like a regular hand, but it was like not like a real like meaty hand like yours. And so I was like, I guess it's a lady's hand. Yeah, yeah, thinner fingers, yeah. And she was like, "What color is the skin?" I was like, "Eh," like it was like very slightly darker than mine. Okay. Like I looked like I had a tan. <laughs> <laughs> tan white lady hands. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, okay, well, keep walking through the grass. Um, are you coming to to anything? I was like, I think I see some water. And she's like, what kind, of, what kind of water do you see? And in my head, I saw a river. And she was like, can you get across the river? And I was like, yeah, it's like waist deep. I can wade across. And she's like, is it difficult to wade across? I was like, no. But it's like, I knew it wasn't. I was like, no, I just... Go across. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, well, why don't we wait across the river and see where we end up? And as soon as I got across the river, it looked like, it looked like, uh, the woods, like Appalachia. It had like, it was like hilly, mountainy, like it's just what it looked like. Like West Virginia? Yeah. It may have been West Virginia or Kentucky or, or Tennessee or somewhere around there. Southern Ohio. Yeah. Somewhere around there. And that's just what it looked like. I mean, it may have been somewhere else, but that's what it looked like to me. Yeah. Yeah. Old rolling hills. Yeah. And it was like real, sh- it, it, and like there's a house, and she's like, "Is that your house?" And I was like, yeah. "Well, yeah, it's my house." <laughs> oh, so by that point, she was asking you questions, and you're like, "God, are you stupid?" <laughs> so you, you fuck else's house it is? There ain't no one else out here. <laughs> I I like <laughs> I like that the immersion was to the point where it. It flipped a switch, and uh, I mean, and that's not something you usually do is have waking no. dreams, and I have to like, Natalie, you're hallucinating again. Like, it doesn't, it's not, it's literally never, it's literally never happened. Right. And so, there was a house, and it was like a little shitty cabin. Like log cabin or like mobile home style? Like, like, like logs or wood or something. Okay. Like cabin. And it was like brown. Okay. And it had 
like a little bit of a porch on it and a door and a couple windows and it was just one room and it just had a fireplace and a table and a chair and i didn't see the bed Mm. i never saw a bed in there but there was a whole side of the house i never looked at okay because I would brown out or or I was seeing static images instead of seeing moving images. Right. And so there were whole areas where I didn't see anything. And so that was like she was kept on asking me stuff and I was like, I don't know. I don't but know. but uh, this is some place you've never been before no. in your real life. No. Uh-uh. But you immediately accepted it as being, this is where I live, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> well, duh. <laughs> and she's like... Asking me what I do here, and I was like, well, I walk around. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, what are you doing when you're walking around? It's like gathering stuff. (laughs) Like, I will go and get water, and she's like, (laughs) she's like... What do you use to get water? It's like a fucking bucket. (laughs) 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 Dump shit. (laughs) She's like, do you have one bucket or two buckets? It's like, I just have one bucket. (laughs) Why would I need two buckets? I only have one room in my house. I'm not like bucket rich. (laughs) 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 And she asked me like... She's like, can you see your clothes? And I can see my clothes a little bit, but they were, like, made of, like, the most plainest brown fabric. Like, totally, like, the color of, like, a paper bag. What was the texture of it like? It was, like, slightly shitty. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) It was, like, not nice. It was, like... (laughs) Not nice. It was, like, some kind of woven fabric, but it was, like... Scratchy? Scratchy. Mm. Like, maybe it was wool or something like that, or linen. Yeah. But it was, like, the color of, like, a fucking grocery bag. It was, like, not... And it was very plain. There was, like, nothing going on with it. It was just, like, plain and then Mr. Long Dress. I And she's, like, can you look at your clothes and tell, what like, what time period it is? Like, no. Like, at any point when ladies couldn't afford clothes, this is what they wore. <laughs> <laughs> was there a road that led up to your house? Or was it just, like, a house? It was in the woods? It was, it, it was like... <clears throat> There's like hills and it was like a little bit of a clearing area and it was like woods. Cool. And I feel the house was facing like in this direction and then there was a road that came up behind it. There was a road. And that is where my past life husband used to he used to go travel on that road. <laughs> was it a paved road? No, dirt road? Gravel? Dirt road. Was it dirt? It was like a rut. It was like not like anything special. It was like a rut to the house. How did he travel? He had a little cart. Uh-huh. <laughs> a horse? Like a horse cart? No, like a pulling it along with a cart. Oh, he would just... Would take he's the a- horse? He would walk and it would take him a day. He's the horse? <laughs> <laughs> My walk- husband, the horse. It took-, it took him a day to get to where he was going. Okay. I, I couldn't figure out where he was going, though. But he... <laughs> traveling, duh. Traveling. So he took... Uh, so he... What did, What was on his cart? It was, like, little stuff that I would gather and he would sell. Oh, like what... herbs. Did... Like, herbs and, like, pieces of bark and stuff to use for medicine. How did... kind of makes sense. <laughs> so how did you... How did you know that? I just knew that. And also, I had a bunch of herbs and stuff hanging in the kitchen in my house. So and you like were... I had like a mortar and pestle and like I had a bunch of shit that I obviously used to like do stuff with it. Like I would like 
package it up. So you were like an herbalist. Yeah. And my husband would bring my herbs and stuff to people in town and they would buy them if they were sick. It was like hill folk medicine or some shit. I don't fucking know. And I also made cheese and he would sell the cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Where'd you get the milk though? Because I had a cow. That's... I never saw it, though. I just knew that I had one. Okay. Okay. I knew that I had one, and she asked me if we ever butchered meat, and I said, absolutely not. We don't kill our animals. <laughs> You're like, no, I need this for cheese, dumbass. <laughs> it felt like it was a thing, though. Like, okay. we, don't, we don't kill our animals. We just use oh. milk, and, and we, do, we, do, we don't kill our animals. Oh, so, you, so it was it like... like my husband was like a Quaker or something, and we were on some weird shit. Oh, you were doing something specific. Like, we were not killing the animals on our farm. So, this whole time, are you having to concentrate to maintain this imagery? I, if I am able to keep my mind clear, I am, I am not having to concentrate to manifest the imagery. You're concentrating on keeping your mind clear, and then this is just arriving... It's this is arriving a, to, in, this my is head. arising within your consciousness. It felt, it felt like I was keeping my brain quiet so something else could use it. Is what it felt like to me. Like <laughs> sure. I was receiving yeah. something by 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 suppressing myself enough. Okay, does that's, that make sense? That's a really powerful way of putting it. Yeah, it does make sense. So yeah. So, uh, Natalie, I know when you're creative. And I know I feel this way sometimes. I get my mind in a state where clearly if I'm sitting in a room by myself, there's nothing – there's hardly anything on the walls. I sit up here often. It's a white room with sloped walls because it's in the attic. And I'll sit here and if I think of something and I'm in this white room and I'm looking at the white wall, it's come from within my mind. Mm-hmm. Do you feel as though – when you are creative and you create things, do you feel as though it has arrived to your mind? No. In the same way? No. Because well, I, I, I feel often... like at some points in the process, I have to induce myself into that. Because when I, like, for example, if I'm doing art, I start out not knowing what I'm doing. And I manipulate whatever media I'm using until something starts happening and I'm able to free associate off of what is, what is coming out of my hand when I start. Does that make sense? Right, yeah. No, it does. It does, absolutely. Like, I know that a lot of what I do would absolutely look like nothing to an observer where I'm putting myself in a mental state where I feel like I can generate ideas. But the sensation that I get creatively is that an idea shows up out of nowhere. And... It's a very familiar sensation to me that I sometimes will visualize something or think of an idea. Well, I'm talking about just out of art out stuff. of nowhere. If, if there's a concept behind what I'm doing, then I get the idea first. Oh yeah, sure. But sure. if I'm just making like something visual or something like that, it, it I I have no ideas beforehand, really. Yeah, yeah, sure. And I mean, I often feel like something is arriving externally, although right. I don't believe that to be the case. Right, right. So, I mean, I don't fuck it. It felt to me like I was, I was trying to keep myself asleep, so I would, so I would keep, keep having this weird dream. Yeah, is what it felt. Yeah. Like to me. Well, you're probably, you know, there's the concept of having different brain waves in different states, probably by really actively 
seeking to suppress your like conscious thoughts. You're enabling your brain to come up with this shit, right? Right, right. Or receive it externally. However, however it actually arrives, I'm sure that your reverend would say that it came from your past life. I mean, I don't know where it fucking came from. It is really impressive, though, like, that you had feelings as that person, like, of, like, morally, that, of, like, things that you do as this person. Right. And so, okay, so so I had this husband. Yeah. And he would travel, and he he was some kind of religious guy. And I think maybe he was a traveling preacher or something like that. And he would bring stuff along and sell stuff when he was like on the road. Like, it's like you were in the witch. Is that what your cabin looked like? No. Okay. No, it didn't. It def- okay. it looked like it was an, it looked like the style of cabin that you would see like in, in like Southern Ohio. Okay. Kentucky. okay. It, it looked like that. It, it had that kind of like made of board, you know, like those mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. Yeah. It looked like that. Yeah. Like hand hewn <laughs> boards, like it made like by it was painted maybe. Oh, painted! But it was like it was flat. The boards were all flat. Okay, okay. I don't. <laughs> sure. So well, you maybe had they, maybe it was a log cabin and the outside walls were like hewn flat. Okay. Yeah. But it had like a very squared off shape to it, but it was brown. So they maybe maybe it was painted. I don't know, but it was like very uniformly brown. Maybe it was old. It was probably old. It was like a cave inside of it. It was like very dark, like very extremely dark, and all of the everything inside of it was brown. Like it was all made of wood, and like there was nothing decorating it at all. There was no like little pieces of fabric or anything there. It was just all brown, and then a bunch of herbs piled up in the kitchen. Right. Yeah. Could you t- could you tell what kind of herbs they were, or was it just like? Um. There was there were some where they had skinnier stems, and they were bushier on the end. Okay. Like they had, they're like little, like rounder shapes, but you couldn't, <laughs> I also don't know anything about plants. <laughs> I, I know no, all about plants. Nothing was like immediately obvious to you is like, ah, I was they just were long. Okay. They were like, okay. they had, the, she, she had like a thing tied on them and they were like hanging up. Like they were like bouquets of it. Like, okay. They, they were like okay. long. Tied up things. with twine. Or whatever, fuck. Like dry, like yeah. you were drying them, dried yeah. herbs. Yeah. Okay. And then I had a bunch of shit to like crush them up and stuff, and like cutting stuff, knives and stuff. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you were making some sort of herbal remedy was your perception of it. Yeah. And then your husband was he successful at selling the cheese and herbs? I assume so because I kept on doing it. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't tell me to stop. <laughs> But that was definitely 100% you were like, yes, I have a husband. He takes the cart and he walks into town with the cart. Right. I never actually was able to see what he looked like. At most, I was able to see like a silhouette of him or I was able to see his legs from the waist down when he was like sitting. Okay. And so I only, I was only able to tell like his like basic, his stature like about how tall he was and I could tell that he had really long legs from like when I was able to see his legs when he was sitting. He had like a very Abraham Lincoln kind of vibe to him. Stovepipe man. He he didn't wear that hat though, but he had that you know like you imagine he would be like real like quiet. He yeah. He would be like a like a like a reserved guy. Is it like a gentle quiet or like a broody quiet? It was like a gentle quiet. But she asked me if I loved him and I said no. Oh. Huh. And she asked me if if I was if I if it was an arranged marriage and I said it was a marriage of convenience. <laughs> wow, okay. 
Okay, yeah, because he could haul the cart into town and you had the stuff to put on the cart. I could... <laughs> That's like very one, two, three to me. I could see how that would work. She's yeah. like, she's like, you never, you guys never fell in love. I was like, we got married and we did not love each other, but we love each other as friends. I was like, it was like, I don't love him. And she was like, do you miss him when he's gone? I was like, no. Wow. Wow. Like, like, and also uh, the, at some point she asked me if I was religious and I said, no. And she said, is, is your husband religious? And I was like, and I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> Duh. I, and she's like, how do you know he's religious? I was like, well, he goes out and he does all this religious stuff when he's in town. And he's always reading the Bible. And she's like, oh, do you not read the Bible? And I was like, well, I've gone to sunny Sunday school, but I don't want to read the Bible. And I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to read the Bible. And I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> that was your answer to her. You were describing your your past life. Uh-huh. And so you couldn't read and you didn't want to anyway. <laughs> like you couldn't even, but you were like, fuck that. She's like, you don't get into town to, to go to church? I was like, no. I was like, I don't, I, I, I no. Why would I do that? So she really was pushing the religious aspect. Mm-hmm. But my what? husband was religious. I was like, he goes into town and do religious stuff and he reads the Bible. Yeah. And she's like, how do you know it's the Bible? I was like, well, of course it's the Bible. Like, that's the book we got. <laughs> <laughs> you would have no idea. What if it wasn't the Bible? What if it doesn't say the Bible on the front of it? But it's like, it wasn't like I could, like I could see it. It's like in my, it was like answering a question. Like you were in, in if, if you ask me where are Andy's keys, I would be like they're in the drawer. Like I don't need I don't need to like think about it. It's just yeah. it, I'm just answering the question like because it's a fact. Oh, you well, you already know it. Yeah, I if, I felt like I already knew a lot of stuff. I guess my my actual question is how would she know? Maybe he wasn't reading the fucking Bible. Yeah. She would never know. Maybe he was just like oh yes. The Bible. Well, I, 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 mean, I, I, I mean, I told her that he was a religious guy. And in my head, he kind of looked like he was wearing maybe kind of similar to, like, the outfit that the, that the old guy in Poltergeist was wearing. Like, it, he was, like, that kind of guy. But we, it, it's like, it wasn't like we disliked each other, but we didn't. We, it was like, he had somewhere to stay in between selling my cheeses. And I got, <laughs> I got the time to myself to, to, to make drugs. <laughs> <laughs> And be the master of the hauler. Yeah, yeah. And I was, just, I was like, she was like, well, I was, I basically told her more once, like, I'm the only one around here. You're the only one. You just basically lived in isolation. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she's like, are you happy there? I was like, I'm content. That's why she's like, are you? I was like, I was like I'm, I'm ter- perfectly fine. Just it was like I accept it. It wasn't like I didn't have any. Fe- it was like this is this is my life, and this is I'm in this. This is my hauler. And that was it. <laughs> My husband's name was John, but I couldn't, I couldn't, my name, the only, I could, I could, it started with an A, but I couldn't get it all the way. Okay. It was like either Anne or something like that. Yeah. But that's everyone's name back then, so. Yeah, yeah, and a man named John, like, yeah, exactly. Right. Everybody's William and Mary, right? Right. right. And so, that was, that was my, that was my past life as an Appalachian cheesemaker out in the holler. 
How did she get you out of it? Like, did you just, like, quit seeing things? Were you just, like, done when you were done? Or could you have kept going? Like, Well, she started asking me if there were any parallels between my past life and my and my current mm. one. And she asked me if I thought that my husband n- now had the same soul as John. And I said, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's a different guy. <laughs> I got no fucking Andy vibes out that guy at all. <laughs> he was like, he was he was nice and he was quiet, but he was like, not for me. But it was fine because he sold my cheese and he got out of the way. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Two most important things a friend can do for you. Right, right. And so, and then so she started like adding questions in about my current life. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. So that's how she brought you back. Yeah. Interesting. What did she ask you about your current life? Just asking me if there were like parallels, like uh, are something about like do you like exploring outside now? <laughs> and you said no because <laughs> you did, really. you don't. No, it's not really. It's something I do very often. <laughs> <laughs> And like just like picking out details of the stuff I said and being like, is it is this something you're interested in now? Have you had any recurring dreams about rivers? Oh. <laughs> all of your and Natalie, all of your recurring dreams are inside, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I no, I'm just saying that because I know you've told me about your Except for my I lost my car dream. Yeah. That yeah, one but is that is outside. A, yeah, but that's that, kinda like exploring outside. <laughs> but it's very urban. Yeah, it is. It's urban. It's you're always, always like... Urban, it's always urban outside. You're like, I have to walk all the way back on Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's always... I have to walk all the way down Lane Avenue. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm all the way at the other end of this. I haven't even got to the fucking bridge yet. <laughs> <laughs> I I used to walk... It's funny that you go to those streets because... I used to live on Hudson and walk to work in Upper Arlington on Lane. And it was, like, the worst walk ever. Like, walking under the highway. Yep. Yes. Like, where those cars are was the worst. And there's no shade on the entire walk. Nope. Not on Lane. Nope. <laughs> and Lane doesn't have sidewalks. Nope. For, like, a good stretch. Nope. And, you know, that was when I was, like, 20 and 21. And my dumbass would get stoned as fuck and start to walk to work. <laughs> and <laughs> sometimes that shit would get real confusing. Because you're just in the middle of, like, nothing. And just, like, a bunch of speeding cars. just like, shit. What the fuck? And then, like, for some time, there were a bunch of, like, really big dead weeds underneath the highway. So you had to, like, walk out into the street or just, like, <laughs> like punch them out of the way as you're walking Yes. Through. Yes. You, you recall these... Uh... Oh, I walk down there all the time. <laughs> Wasn't that the worst? Yes, it's such shit. <laughs> I'm so glad you understand. And the uh, slight hill that is Lane Avenue is... You know, when you walk... For me, it's walking back because I'm walking west on it. Mm-hmm. But just like walking up, it's like a 1% grade, but it's for like two miles. You're like, come on! It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway... Yeah, and she brought me out and she said, please visit the gift shop. Yes. No, she also told she told me I could come back. She said, I will give you a 15% discount today. You can come back again and we can revisit that past life and explore it further or see if we can get to one before that. Cool. 
Did you also get an offer for a percentage off? Elisa? Yes. My session was 15% off, but I tipped her and made it the full price. That's what I did. Yes. <laughs> that's what I did. Yeah. I was like, you know what? She deserves all that. That's what, that's what she I did. She did a pretty good job. That's always what I do when I tip. Yeah. <laughs> Here, I was planning on spending this much money anyway. You should have it. Yeah. She did not offer me more regression sessions, but she offered, she said, because I have so many emotional walls that are up because I have difficulty with my feelings. She was like, she did offer me Reiki and asked if I wanted to like, just let her know. And I wanted to come in and do that. And I was like, okay, bye. I'd be very interested to see what they would do. Did oh. she tell you what Reiki is? No. And Part of my response was, I'll have to look in more into that. Okay, so I... kind I've, of know what it is. So I've looked into Reiki. Do you know what it is? Isn't it where they move your energy around your body to different chakras, but they don't actually touch you? They don't touch you. Right. What they do is they put their hands over your body. They give you hover hand oh, no. over your different chakras, which are like all of your crystals from your head to your asshole. It's crystals? Or it's like you can you can imagine them as different colored dots. Cool. Yeah, no, I'm into the dots. But I'm just assuming they're crystals because, like, obviously, Why right? Why would they be crystals? And they put their hands over it and they do it. But they'll like do vibrations? it. like vibrations? Is that what it's supposed to be? Or it's, a... it's all. I it's only... like vibration and crystal and color and energy and healing. And they also do it to pets. So you could bring your rabbit in and they'll do rabbit reiki. I wonder if they make Pepper not an asshole. I don't think they can do that. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if they did, though? <laughs> oh, yeah. Actually, when we were watching those uh, dog training videos earlier, I was like, maybe Pe- maybe that guy would be good for Pepper. Like, I thought that's a good Peter Kane, the Bigfoot eating guy. <laughs> maybe he can sort out Pepper. Yeah, maybe he can your dog is your dog is fine <laughs> your dog is like not she has a serious not, attitude probably she just your dog is totally normal and fine i like no. your dog dude when i look at when you think of my dog compared to other dogs you're not like oh man that's a good dog like that's not i mean dog. i i am though i am though she just like chills out and she just sits yeah, she doesn't be nice. You she's know what she's nice. you know what she's like? Your dog is like the Sphinx. <laughs> she does Your dog that. is like this. She just has her arms out and she's just very solid in I feel like I could ask her a riddle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so this is a reverse Sphinx. Oh uh. yeah. Right, because the Sphinx is supposed to tell you the riddle. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I don't, I'm not in touch with my past life. I feel inadequate now. Y'all have had your past lives done. I feel like both of you were telling me about your past lives and I feel like I, I was visualizing it. I feel like I can very easily visualize something. Like if somebody tells me something or like if I read a book, I always, I always enjoyed reading especially fiction books like for for a long time i was into old sci-fi i could always visualize it very easily that's why i have a hard time reading sci-fi i have a very hard time visualizing sci-fi stuff really yeah yeah like i'll like read some fantasy stuff and i can vision everything just fine but like sci-fi stuff i don't know if i'm like creative enough to actually like envision that's not true i don't know what it is 
I have a hard time getting into some sci-fi because I have a hard time imagining it. Oh, I don't. I mean, I haven't read that stuff in like a billion years, but like especially like the old Kurt Vonnegut mm-hmm. stuff, what everything that like that. I'm good at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, good authors, not like shitty sci-fi authors. Right. Yeah, I guess. I mean, there is sci-fi that I have that I do enjoy, but <laughs> yeah, I guess some of it makes more sense. Maybe if I can't envision it, maybe it's not very good. Right, that's about How about that? I think that's probably true. If somebody writes something and it makes it hard for you to see it in your mind's eye. Maybe it's not my fault. Maybe they should write it better. You can clearly, (laughs) both of you honestly can clearly visualize so well that you can see some different shit. Whether it's a cartoon balloon pig or it's a past life of yourself as somebody who doesn't love their husband. <laughs> but it wasn't me. So, hey, what what are you going to do? The other thing is that my husband and I didn't have any kids and she kept on harping on me about that. Like was she like why don't you have kids? Why don't you have kids? Was she like your fucking grandma like you need to ki- you need to have some kids? She's like, "Do you have any children?" I was like, "No." And she's like, "Do you want any children?" She's like, and I was like, "Sure." <laughs> And she's like, oh, are you, you and your husband going to have children? And I was like, no. Ooh. Like, I knew. And she's like, have you talked to him about it? And I say, like, we've talked about it, but there haven't been any. <laughs> Interesting. How, do you know about how old you were? I, I thought I was in my, my late 20s. Mm. Do you have any, I, did you have any idea what time it was? I, like what year-ish or what century it was. Based even. on the way what I saw of my husband. Like I saw his legs and I saw my shoes. And based on that, I I I would imagine and what I thought at the time when she asked me is that it was probably in the late 1700s or in the 1800s. Okay. And you were in America. And I was – You felt – yeah. Like you were in Eastern America. I felt like I was in the United States because I, I couldn't hear my husband talking, but I could hear him mumbling, and, and I felt like I could tell it was English. Right. Does that make sense? It makes sense. Like, it did, like, like he was speaking English, I just couldn't make out what he was saying. Like, like you're in a dream, and you, and you, don't, get, you don't get the information. Mm-hmm. It felt like I was in a dream, and some information is garbled when I get it. But at the same time, I still had that weird voice in my head that was just answering questions. Like, right. I knew what the answers were. So, yeah, it doesn't matter whether it makes sense or not that right. you know he was speaking English because you knew it. Right, right. <laughs> it was like I, have, I was having a dream about something I knew everything about. And so I couldn't see, but I knew the answers to the questions. Some things I could see, and some things I just couldn't see at all. Right. So do you ultimately believe that that was a past life that you had i will say that i came home and i looked up appalachian cheese and like that's not a thing (laughs) (laughs) they didn't make they didn't make cheese at all no I hate cheese. I don't like cheese. <laughs> I'm like not a cheese person. That's why it wasn't. You're just over it. I was tired of that cheese. No more I'm cheese, tired of John. <laughs> no more cheese. No more Johns. <laughs> this life is great so far. I'm like no cheese, no John. Hell yeah, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Everything's going your way. I get to do stuff except for aside from like going out and like doing like grinding, getting game in like. Picking resources off the land around my house. It was it was like shitty Animal Crossing. 
We sell buckets of water and buckets of milk, and then go find some herbs. <laughs> bucket of water. <laughs> Single bucket. Yeah. You only have but one bucket. I, I'm making trips, baby. <laughs> <laughs> You're a one bucket woman. Right, right. <laughs> so, I mean, it felt, it felt, like I said, it felt like a dream. I don't feel like it, I don't feel like any cosmic connection to the, to the story. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel like it was transformative. It, I don't feel like it was a transformative experience for me. I didn't glean anything from it. It felt like I had a weird dream about, like, Little House on the Prairie or something. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It, was, it was like, it was, it, it did not resonate with me. I wonder where it came from. So it didn't, it didn't resonate with you. And I'm just interested because, uh, Alyssa, I haven't, I haven't talked to you about your past life until just now (laughs) did you feel natalie did you feel like you had a lasting emotion or anything from it did you feel like you had anything that persevered in your consciousness afterwards did you have any sense of calm or did you have any sense of you know you said joy Mm. no I I was like, well, that was interesting. And I'm glad I did it because it was weird and it was fun. I don't feel like I got any like like positive mental health effects from it, but I don't feel like I got any negative ones either. I felt like I went in and this lady was able to make me have a really weird dream and be awake enough to remember all of it, which to me is entertaining enough, honestly. Mm-hmm. And whether or not the dream meant anything, I can't, I have no answers for that. I don't know if my expectation that I would have more feelings towards the story is just me, like, overthinking what I think what it would be like. Like, I feel like I would feel more passionate about the story and be like, hmm. But it's also possible that if it was real, I just had a really boring life. And that was it. Well, how are you going to know if you don't go back and go back even further, Natalie? <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's, an ans- that's a question for the ages, I think people having a boring life is pretty much a constant. Yeah. It's it a constant. Boring, it was boring, but it's like, it wasn't, it was boring, only it was like, I was fine with it. But it was like a feeling of like being fine with it and like a lack of awareness that, that it would be different than that. There was no way that anything could ever be different. I, so had, it I would... had no basis for comparison, and I was doing fine. And so I was fine. I wonder right. who taught you how to make cheese. I don't know. I, sh- I, I, I did say that I had a family, mm. and that they lived far away, and we had moved to this area for some reason. Oh. And I also said that I would once in a while get letters that then John would read. Ah. Oh, so it was like Animal Crossing. <laughs> Only I wasn't able to read. You were illiterate. I was illiterate. But I knew enough to, to drug up the whole town. <laughs> now you're now you in your in your present life are very literate and you're very knowledgeable about history. And you're very knowledgeable about society and like the way that women's lives were. Right. Particularly in history. Right. I don't feel like I don't feel like what I was I was having a dream about. I feel like she was more independent than a lot of of women in the same time period. Yeah, yeah, sure. It it felt like she was fine being by herself, and she was fine not not having to have a family and stuff. Like she what she didn't want she didn't want it anyway. I think she got pretty lucky being married to that dude actually, because it could have been way fucking worse. Sure. Like having a dude who'll leave you alone who's just basically nice to you. Mm-hmm. Good enough. Like 
if I and he leaves for most of the time. Like he just comes back with my money. There's no Maybe problem. it was actually a pretty sweet past Seems life Seems pretty great. Because, like, when I think... Okay, so let's imagine John goes into town. Mm-hmm. There are lots... I mean, there are, what, a handful of families in the town, at least. I imagine most of those husbands suck compared to him. They're probably like, hey, wife, clean up my shit, make me food, watch these fucking kids. Or, like, just... I don't know. They're all terrible. John seems cool. <laughs> Yeah, it almost felt like maybe, it, like, I'm not even sure, like, if there was any relationship there at all. Because when I when she would ask me the questions about it, it seemed like it, that was not, it felt like maybe he was just using my house as somewhere to stay. Mm. Like, it felt like it was my house. I wonder why. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. And I felt yeah. like I was in control of everything that was happening in it. So you, I wonder, you're, you stay at your house and you don't go anywhere because you want to stay there. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like an herbalist and you make cheese and mm-hmm. herbs and stuff and right. you just chuck it at him and then he comes back mm-hmm. with your money. So you're basically pimping him. Well, he's also a preacher, so he's going out and making money for himself too. However much money preachers make. No, he, <laughs> no, that's your money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're. I mean, you have that Bible, bitch. <laughs> you're in control of the situation. That's a, that's a good, like, that's a good setup. Like, if you live in the middle of nowhere, you can't expect that you would meet somebody where you're like, oh, I'm, like, attracted to this person or whatever, right? So you had, like, a good, for the time, you had, like, a good setup. Yeah, seems pretty great. Chilling. Cheese, baby. That, apple, that sweet Appalachian cheese. <laughs> and you know what? You can't read, but who wants to read the Bible anyway? And you know what is funny is that is I think that maybe she knew that there was no such thing as Appalachian cheese because a couple times I was talking about making cheese and she kept on being like, you mean butter? (laughs) (laughs) No, bitch, I'm trying cheese. (laughs) Do you think you were making butter and you thought it was cheese? I I didn't think it was. I did not think it was butter. <laughs> but when I'm mentally picturing it in my head, it looks like butter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's See, like a little rectangle, like this big, and it's like white. Yeah, that could be. A, yeah, I mean, a re- could be butter. <laughs> <laughs> So you're all, you're in your little cabin, and your man comes back, and he's like, greetings, and you're like, greetings, hombre, and he's like, do you have more of the white stuff, and you're like, yes, it's cheese, and he's like, yes, and he does air quotes, and he's like, cheese, and you're like, I don't know what you're doing with your fingers, but take this fucking cheese to town. I definitely looked up Appalachian cheese when I got home. <laughs> Appalachian cheese is just butter, baby. <laughs> I swear she asked me, you mean butter? Like three times. Oh my God. <laughs> Did you describe it? Were you like, it's like a small rectangle? I just told her it was cheese. <laughs> she knew it was butter. <laughs> She's like, are 
Irish? You mean butter? <laughs> I was like, no, it's cheese. And she's like, do you sell milk? And I was like, no, because butter lasts, like the cheese lasts better. So we have to do that because it lasts, it doesn't go bad before we take it to town. It's cheese. <laughs> <laughs> but you knew that. You inherently yeah. knew that. And you answered you were not, you didn't do, like, trigonometry. You were just like, no, dumbass, cheese lasts longer. <laughs> we got all this milk, make it smaller. Take it to town, John. <laughs> it's called Land Lakes, and it's creamy, dumbass. <laughs> and maybe it was butter. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was pretty adamant that it was cheese, though. <laughs> My wife calls it cheese. <laughs> That's exactly what I imagined John would sound like. <laughs> he didn't talk much. Yeah. Except that he was preaching. How's, he the pre- silent he didn't, preacher. He, he didn't preach to me. Oh, really? Because he knew you weren't about that shit. Mm-mm. He would read his Bible by himself. And, he, and like he was very quiet. Like, Rick quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. Like, just like a ghost in the house, only it eats food. <laughs> I was like, he's a quiet man. <laughs> so, would would you go, so you had what they called a past life regression. Is that literally what they called it? It is a past life regression. And I actually have some notes and stuff about this shit. Oh, we, there are no, we, you haven't done any notes yet? No. Oh, shit. We haven't touched notes yet. We were just telling about our crazy date at the <laughs> past life regression. So tell me something about past life regressions in the past. What? Past life regressions that have already happened. Tell me about them. That wasn't yours where you made cheese that might have been butter. Oh, that's just a very way, weird way to seg into this. <laughs> We can go with it, sure. <laughs> Before we get into that, I, w- I did want to talk about something that is interesting, and that is, um, I'm assuming that everyone knows what past life regression is, because we've been talking about it for an hour now. But <laughs> um, there are religions that believe in past lives, but the religions that believe in past lives don't believe that we retain memories from the past lives, and so they don't believe in past life regressions. Do you know that? I don't know that. No, like like Buddhism. Mm-hmm. That's the main one for reincarnation as far as I'm concerned. Right, right. Methodists believe in reincarnation? Methodists? No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> um They're a one they're a one time one way trip. Right, right. So the first widely spread story, like po- in popular culture, of someone having a past life regression was in 1952. Whoa. And it was a woman by the name of Virginia Teague. I think it's it's pronounced Teague. It's T-I-G-H-E. Would you say Teague? Because I just... Anyway. So she had a past life regression with a amateur hypnotist named Maury Bernstein. And he put her in a trance. And she described her past life as... Uh, Irish woman in the 19th century. And this woman had like an especially like detailed experience with it. And so he got so much information that it was like he was shocked. 
And she told him that she was born in 1798. He, She told him that she was born in Cork. She told him that she was the daughter of a barrister named Duncan Murphy. And that his, her mother was named Kathleen. She told him that she married a bar- barrister named Sean Brian McCarthy. And that her husband taught at the University of Belfast. And that she had died after she fell off of something. Yeah. And he, she told, she told this guy that her name was Bridie Murphy. Okay. And she described this woman's death. She described watching her own funer- funeral. She described what her tombstone looked like, and she described what it felt like to die. And it was just like an exceptionally successful past life regression, and it made the news. And people started going bananas about it uh, because there was a series of articles in the Denver Post in 1954 about this guy doing past life regression on this woman. So did that set <laughs> off a trend of people doing that? It, it was like a popular culture thing. And after this series of stories came out, the guy got a book deal to write a uh, book about it. And before the book was even done, they already had a film script for it. Like they were, it was just like, it was like people were going bananas and people would have theme parties where they would all dress up like what they thought they were in their past lives. And there were like popular songs where it was about past lives and all kinds of bullshit. Like it was like the hot topic, like trend. It was like. The- so there were like doo-wop songs like boo-doo-bo-bo-bo-bo-bo. Like I was a farmer. Doo-doo, no, doo. I'm not sure what kind of music it is. I don't recognize the name of the artists at all. I would say it was, if it was in the 50s, it was probably doo-wop. It sounds like maybe it was like band music. Billy Devro's Devilaries. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like rockabilly. <laughs> I don't know. No, if so, it was back then, it wasn't rockabilly. It was just rock. Right. right. Um, oh, I have a question. Right. Was... Did it become so popular? Like, did they fact check this and find out that she was a real person or something? Well, <laughs> everyone started going crazy for it. It was like the hot thing. The book was going to come out. The movie was going to come out. It's like the pop cultural thing. It was like the baby Yoda. <laughs> like everyone won't fucking shut the fuck up about it. Fucking shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then the book comes out. And of course, people got the book and they started writing all the facts down and newspapers started sending writers to Ireland to research because she gave so much information and the information she gave was so specific and she said where she lived she even said like what house she lived in and all kinds of stuff and so people were like let's go and figure it out let's see if she was right let's go visit her grave because she said where her grave is and what her gravestone looks like let's go and see what's up yeah sure see if the story checks out sure um but not a lot of the facts checked out oh um, the woman said that she had been born in, on December 20th of 1798 in Cork, Ireland, and there was no record of her birth. Mm-hmm. And there was no record of her death in 1864, which is when she said she died. There was no record of anyone with that name, not, like, existing there in that, in that time. Right. And, uh, one thing to note is that in Ireland, a lot of it was Catholic, and the Catholics in Ireland kept pretty tight birth and death records. In By the time the 1800s rolled around, they yeah. were definitely 
recording like baptism everything. Baptism records at the very least, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in baptism records, exactly. And Bridie Murphy would not have been even an uncommon name. It would have been very likely for somebody named that to have been bur- to have been born. <laughs> <laughs> was it the only other Bridie I've ever heard of in history was a dude. Because hmm. you know that book, Welcome to Brideshead? Or whatever? Hmm. No. Right. Welcome to Brideshead. Brideshead Revisited. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Brideshead. Fast time to Brideshead. <laughs> 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 oh, the times at Brideshead are very slow. Um, Welcome to Brideshead. That's... Sorry, I'm proud of self. <laughs> For that one. Um, um, she said that she lived in a wooden house called the Meadows. Um, and she said where she where it was. And there was no record of the house ever existing. Uh, when she was doing the regression, her husband's name was Sean, S-E-A-N. But she kept on pronouncing it Sian. Mm-hmm. So she was like seeing the word and saying it incorrectly? Yeah. Yeah, like she had never heard the word said. Uh-huh. Huh. Uh, Queen's University in Belfast had no record of the woman who she cl- the dude that she claimed to marry having ever taught there because she said because she had said that she was married to a bar- barrister who taught at that university and there was no record of anyone named that having worked there. She claimed that she went to a church that did not get built until 1911, which was 50 years after she died. And so there were a lot of facts that weren't meshing. There were a couple facts that she did get correct. Like, she described the coastline in that area really well Mm -hmm. in her description. Um, Her account of a journey from Belfast to Cork, she described, like, what would have been, like, landmarks and things on on that route. Uh... She mentioned that she went to a grocery owned by a guy named Farr, and there was a grocery in that area that was owned by someone named Farr in the same time period that she would have lived there, and she got that correct. Huh. Um, and so there All were right. a few answers that she got right, but there were a lot answer, a lot of answers that she got wrong. And then when they went on to research the life of a woman who had the pre- past life regression, they found that she had been adopted when she was three years old. And prior to her being adopted, she lived with her biological parents in Chicago. And both of her parents in Chicago were part Irish. And when she was growing up in Chicago, when she was a baby, the lady across the street was named Bridie. Mm-hmm. And Bridie's sister lived with her, and her last name was Murphy. So Bridie's maiden name was Murphy. And so there were a bunch of details that matched from this period of time when she was very, very, very young. And so they say that she, like, they they say that her regression was not uh, actual real past life regression, but it was cryptomnesia, which is when you will have a memory that you've had suppressed for a very, very long time. And it is so far removed from your brain that you will have you will have the memory pop up again later, and it's so foreign to you that you think it's a unique thought or a unique idea, but it's actually something that's happened before, but you forgot it such a long time ago that it's impossible for you to remember it. And that's called cryptomnesia? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So it happened so long ago that it seems to you as though it's a foreign idea entering your head. Right. Right. And so it is like a bias 
where you will falsely recall generating a thought. Yeah. When it was something that already happened without you, you know, being able to remember it. So it's something that you remember, but it's in such a different part of your brain. It seems to you as though it's not a memory you actually had. Right, right. It seems like just a total unique thing that just popped into your mind. And so this woman was having these these cryptonesic symptoms <laughs> <laughs> and having like these little bits of memories from her very, very, very early childhood pop up in this past life regression. So <clears throat> it's just from the, the facts that you've just told us, mm-hmm. it sounds like there's a combination of things that were true about a place she had never been mm-hmm. and a time she had never been and things that were in her memory that she had not recalled until then and seemed foreign to her because they weren't part of her like lived experience mm-hmm. as she knew it. Yeah. So it was like, what did she say that it was a combination of a past life and? I mean, I think it's plausible. Is is plausible that it maybe it was some blend of the two, mm-hmm. like her like her current life memories were bleeding into the, her her recollection recollection of her past life. Mm-hmm. But the the I think the judgment comes down on the fact that there's no such thing as Bridie Murphy, this woman who she who she. Right. But it's possible that <clears throat> she could have been from that area or, or and just didn't get a complete read on what was going on with herself. Yeah. And if and if we want to assume for the sake of a conversation that past life regression does actually show a past life, like she could have maybe been seeing the past life and just assigning some other thing in her memory to it because it was like right there right, and like right. easy to throw on it. Like she like it could have been her past life even though she threw something else from her memory on top of it to make it work. Right. I don't know. <laughs> right. It's, it, it's, I mean, it's hard to say. And, you know, coming out of it, I feel like my opinion on it is very similar to, like, my opinion, like, when we see, like, low-grade stuff when we do ghost stuff. It's like, you know, I, maybe it was something, mm. maybe it wasn't. I have no way to prove one way or the other. I could, I could tell you how it felt to me. And to me, it felt like I was having a weird dream. Yeah. What that dream means is, like, up to interpretation. Um, it, it, it was more co- coherent than most dreams I have. Like, it was, it, was, it was clearer than most dreams I have, but it felt like I was having a dream. And the fact that it would brown out, like, if I would just, like, let my, my conscious thoughts interject into it, it would just brown out completely. To me, it made it feel like that's what was going on. Mm-hmm. But what do your dreams mean? I don't know. Right. What do your dreams mean? We covered that already. I don't think they mean very much. And so, <laughs> so was I having a dream or was I like channeling some kind of like information from some other location? I don't know. I don't know. It was fun. It was, it was something different to do. I was surprised I got anything out of it at all. But it didn't feel like I thought it was going to, and it felt a lot like, like I said, word association in the be- in the beginning. It felt like I was doing word association, and, and then after I got out of the elevator – on the last floor, it felt like I was, like, consciously trying to remain asleep mm-hmm. so I can keep answering questions about this dream I'm having. I think it's really compelling and really interesting. I don't – I mean, I still don't think it's real. Mm-hmm. But I am really, like – I'm really interested by the idea that, Natalie, that you had the dream – that you had like this very, you had this existence you were very content in. And Elissa, you had this dream that you had a pig mm. that was your friend that didn't want anything from you. And 
all the pig wanted was for you to be happy. And that's like really like one of the things that happens to me is I have acute anxiety. And one of the things that happens to me is if I have acute anxiety and uh, I I will go and I will take a shower and I will concentrate on like the warmth mm-hmm. and the light in the bathroom mm-hmm. and I will be like it's the sun. <laughs> it's just the sun warming me up and I'm actually having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was thinking um, about the pig as like when I thought of it and it made me feel better. One of the things my therapist and I work on a lot is mindfulness. And I'm good at it sometimes, and I'm really bad at it sometimes. But I think the pig might just be like a nice mindfulness tool to me for me. Because I don't have to try really hard. Because I have to try hard to be nice to myself, you know? Yeah. I think yeah. a lot of people do have to try hard to be nicer to themselves. Sure. And if there's if you've got this other thing that's always there that can just be nice for you, then like it's easy to think about that even though it actually is just you. Like you have a place to put it. Instead of just being like, I like myself. It's like, fuck, pig. <laughs> the pig likes me, so fuck you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the pig likes me, and I like the pig, and the pig is part of me. Yeah. And so I've, I've achieved a personal goal yeah. of self-acceptance. But you're talking to yourself. <laughs> you're like, hey, you know what, Elissa? The pig likes you, Elissa. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is really, that is something honestly unexpected is I thought, oh, yeah, you'll go, like, halfway asleep, you'll have theta waves in your brain. You'll have this certain bandwidth, mm-hmm. right, in your brain. And you'll have these dreams, and you'll feel like, oh, this is something I did. But, like, you came out of it, and you're like, oh, well, I really, I actually want myself to be happy. That's, like, really uplifting to me. Yeah, it felt really good. I Like, I had a terrible day today, but I didn't. Cancel coming to hang out with you guys. Mm-hmm. I stayed at work for most of the day. <laughs> um, I didn't let it ruin my day. And there are a lot of times where a day that's really annoying, like today, would have made me feel really anxious and like angry. Mm-hmm. But in the moments that I did feel anxious and angry, it was nice. I mean, it was fine. Because yes, it's fine. You know, whatever. It was nice. Mm-hmm. I did get a good thing out of it. Right. And I I skipped therapy today. <laughs> I was supposed to go to my therapy point, and I was like, eh, I don't feel like getting my brain jiggled two days in a row. <laughs> so I just rescheduled. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. I was so tired when I got home last night. Like, I went to bed at like 7.30. Yeah. I went to sleep at 7.30. That wasn't me. I stayed up. <laughs> See, I feel like I, I, I felt like I went and I, I just had, I just chilled out on the heated bed and I was half asleep and having a dream while someone was talking to me. Would you ever do it again? If it was free. Right. Okay. Yeah. Totally. I would totally go again if it was free. I would go if it was free, but I, don't, I wouldn't pay for it again. Mm-hmm. I mean, I also feel kind of like I could probably, you could probably teach yourself how to do that to yourself. I was thinking the same thing. Well, I, you know, I think you should regress the NDA. so do you think so one thing i've thought Alyssa, is i've thought before uh, that i think i speak slowly that's like one of my qualities is that i speak kind of slowly and i've thought i could probably do something 
where I could well, an idea I had is hypnotic meditations. Mm-hmm. And oh, Andy it, would be great for that. Wouldn't and he? it yes. was it was an idea that I had where well I could talk to you and I could just say stuff and it would just be like chill but it would be like funny mm-hmm. but Get it would the elevator andy but it would a right it would be <laughs> hypnotic and stuff but then it would also be chill but then it would be funny but then it would be like also relaxing because I'm like not I don't get like super like riled up you know what yeah, I'm saying it's true, so don't. I think I I think that I could lead somebody down that pathway I think it would be good to get good at that I think you would do a good job not to be like totally cheesy or weird I think you would do a good job at making people feel safe if you did that because like you have to have a a voice and a way of speaking and like you say like. If you wanted to be funny, I think you could actually achieve being funny and making somebody feel comfortable at the same time. Yet you could actually achieve that. I don't think a lot of people could. I think his voice itself. I think that his voice. I would have preferred if the lady's voice was like Andy's voice. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just a very hmm. Has a nice bottom on it. Like it's yeah. low. It's very like yeah, just a little. It, it's you know, my folks came from my folks came from Appalachia, so it's like that certain vibe, that certain you know. I feel like I could lead. I would. I and I honestly think if I learned how to do it and I could lead people into a place where it was like, oh, I had a dream that made me feel happy. Like I would really enjoy that. I think you could absolutely probably learn how to do that in a weekend. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And you could just regress me all day. <laughs> but I could... Right, I could do it. I would do it for free for both of you. <laughs> Honestly, if I well, could. If I uh, could. <laughs> well, you don't have to do it for free. I will make you your very own crystal so you can get charged up. I'll put you the, <laughs> the crystal for your services. If you made, you if you made me a crystal, <laughs> if you made me a crystal, I would totally do it. Yeah. <laughs> if you charged my crystal. <laughs> I already gave you a crystal pyramid. What are you even talking about? <laughs> I had, yeah, no, you gave me, no, you act, you gave me a crystal pyramid. So you would clearly be. You're charged up already, my dude. You would be gratis. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. We can use our fuck furniture for my leg prop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> We're ready to go. We don't need to. Well, anything. I'm going to ignore that. I'm going to. 10, 9, 8. I'll you were. my own leg prop. <laughs> Everybody, everybody has sex urethane. Seven, six, you are descending. Five, four, three. Now the door opens and you are in kindergarten in the gym. You are in a boat. You are rocking the boat. What do you feel? You feel rocking. You're welcome. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think I thought it was it was fucking hilarious. I thought it was really fucking hilarious. I recommend it. It was really funny. If you could find a coupon, I would probably do that. Yeah, if you want to do something that's a little different, 
and mess with your brain a little bit, fucking try it. Right. And you know, this is like a thing this is like a thing that we're going to try to do as a recurring thing on Garbage Brain is that we are going to think of all kinds of weird shit for us to go do and then we're gonna go do it and then we're gonna tell you about it. Because it's fun. It's fun for us and it's fun for you guys because hopefully we can go out and do shit where you're like, why would you go out and do that? And then you don't have to do it and then it's like you can hear about and it. And like a lot of it is like a mystery. I feel like going and having a past life regression, it's like a little bit mysterious. But now all of our listeners are like, I know how it goes down. Right, exactly. And if you haven't subscribed yet, patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity or garbagebrainuniversity.com, but you'll get access to our Discord, you'll get access to all of our premium episodes, and, I mean... Discord's popping off. I don't know if you guys have checked it out yet, if you're, like, subscribers or not subscribers, but if you're a subscriber, you should have got an invitation in your email to get on there. And it's popping. People are talking in the air all the time, and we're always talking about weird shit, and it's great. All of us, me and Natalie and Alyssa, are in the Discord, and we'll chat with you, and we talk about all kinds of stuff. So think about it. And I hate talking to strangers on the internet, and I enjoy the Discord very much. (laughs) Everyone is real nice, and it's fine, and we all have a chit-chat. And now we're going to start like having discussions about episodes and stuff, and so it'll be... A more fast-paced way for y'all to interact with the podcast. So think about it. Patreon.com slash Garbage Brain University. It's kind of a long URL, but you can figure it out. You're smart because you've been educated. This is the 60-odd episode of this. So I've learned a lot about past life regressions today. Natalie, have you? Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> and again, I thanks. got regrets. I can't learn more than I got. <laughs> again, thanks, Elissa, for coming and and sharing your past lives with us. Elissa is on Twitter at Bad Girl Friday at Bad Girl Friday. She's shaking her head. She's like, "Don't follow me." <laughs> Do follow her. She's very funny. She's a great person. She has a cute dog, and she posts pictures of her dog. Yeah, she posts pictures of her dog. You... Anyway. She has good ideas. I like her. <laughs> <laughs> it's all true. It's all true. And also, me and Alyssa have some secret projects in the pipes that you guys are going to hear about soon, and you're going to be excited. So, 2020. 2020's our year. 2020. Everything's coming up, us. Everything <laughs> is coming up. Listen... If you haven't subscribed to GarbageBrainUniversity.com yet, uh, you need to do that. We've got over 30 premium episodes you can only hear on there. Or on Patreon.com slash GarbageBrainUniversity. We cracked open a Patreon for that. Uh, Do that. Listen to all our shit. Thanks again for listening. And we'll talk to you again soon. Keep it sleazy. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Good night. (laughs) 